You're listening to Adam Aaron D. GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. Dudes, what is up, man? Oh, I've been gone for two months. <laughs> and there's already been a UFO attack. Oh, a UFO attack. <laughs> Did you guys miss me? I missed you too, man. Uh, now we're recording professionally. We took it up a notch. I went from the Android phone to three Android phones. Yes. It's fucking pretty cool, man. The wealth of a man. Based only on his leisure. Well, it's my leisure to fucking help you guys with some underground cartoon therapy. It's nice to be back. We got Grandma Gutterpunk, my fucking mom. She's back. I think she does smoke like a quarter pound of fucking, like, fucking weed in this motherfucker, dude. I'm pretty sure, like, every moment you can listen to it. It's almost a drinking game. Not that I encourage you to drink. Maybe you should just smoke when you hear her, like, coughing in the background. That would be cool. My brother agrees, he thinks so. Produced by, uh, Todd Brown at fucking, uh... Return to Zero. <laughs> I had to look at his... What, where are we? Oh. RTZ Studio. Here in, uh, James Island, South Carolina. We're, uh... Out here by the Puff Mud... And I've been all over the country. I've recorded shows all over the fucking place for you guys. You know that. And right now, this is like the best thing going. Me and my brother, we're having a great time fucking doing it. It's nice to have a little team doing it too, you know. The Android's cool and all, but those are more for like remote trips, I think, you know. Which will probably happen too. I got a little trip to Seminole I want to do, you know. I don't know how I'm gonna fucking make this fucking phone work. Fucking YouTube, fucking my shit around. <laughs> I did find out about some infrared fucking Native American eye makeup from the Seminole tribe. I'm looking for this stuff. You guys got any information about that? Give me a call here at the studio. I'm at 206-666-5847. You can message me at the uh, end of Spotify. I'm going to try to put my RSS feed into more podcasts out there and start getting fucking paid for this shit, right? That way I can, like, make money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, kind of. All right, you guys, love you all. Fucking uh, stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to have some Pringles, and when we return... Uh, Brad Pitt. No, I'm just kidding. No. All right, we'll be back in a minute, man. Let's get this fucker the fuck rolling, okay? Anton Newcomb. Sandwich cookie when I haven't had any yet. Oh, yes. Here, 
Well, they're absolutely great from Nabisco. Crunchy peanut-shaped cookie outside, creamy peanut butter filling inside. They're very good. May I have another Nutter Butter Peanut Butter Sandwich cookie, please? Have another Nutter Butter Peanut Butter Sandwich cookie. They're from Nabisco. The Shogun Warriors. Guy King with rocket boosters. Great Mazinga with rocket launcher. Look, is he friend or foe? You can decide. Wow. Launch his claw. Imagine his breath is a blast of fire. Good warning! The large Shogun Warriors and Godzilla. They're ready to strike when you are. The Shogun Warriors, Great Mazinga, Guy King, and Godzilla, each sold separately. Accessories not for use with smaller Shogun Warriors from Mattel. We now return. <laughs> Holy hey, shit. Oh, <laughs> mom, what's up? Give me Mardi Gras! My mom went to Mardi Gras and didn't get arrested. That's kind of a cool thing. Not a lot of people there. There wasn't that many people there? No, no we said there wasn't a bunch of people getting arrested this year. Oh, why? Uh, they let a lot of people go and just took their guns. They yeah. literally arrested 16 people, took their guns, and release their charges. All right, because we have a buddy that got popped, right, Mom? We're not going to yeah. drop his name, but... No, 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 drop him. Yeah. Well, he gets out March 12th. I found that out yesterday. Do you think that you... All right, so my question already posed is, do you feel like there's something more maniacal going on with the only it's 16 not... arrests? Um, well, let's put it this way. His partner's already out. And the only reason he's still in there is the assault, three counts of assault on a police officer and the one count of resisting arrest. Not the gun charge. Uh. Just confiscate guns. They just took his gun. But he's got to go to court on a resisting arrest and three counts of assault on a police officer. Things have been it's pretty crazy, man. He's a chip off the old block. When he seen they were gonna take him, he said, I ain't going for nothing, I'm going for something. You're going to dive in. He said, you're gonna earn your damn salary. <laughs> wow. He did, he fronted him like that, huh? Yeah, oh, I do too. Yep, I heard the whole story from Tokyo. Well, I mean, realistically, how smart is it to antagonize cops like that? Well, realistically, it's not always smart, but you got to realize the level of frustration that's built up out here on the street from people that are tired of getting harassed. Because I know those, I know those feelings firsthand. You know that, and I just want to get you guys. Uh, you know, we haven't had little Rob on the show before, so you said you were pretty psyched up. I think we should. Uh, just, uh, we've already got you wound up enough. Let's hear you talk for a minute. Let's hear what All you right, gotta I, say. I got a little special announcement that I just seen about an hour and 45 minutes ago. This was over here on uh, General de Gaulle Drive in Holiday. Apparently, there was a man going around and giving out fake money to people that were homeless and holding signs on the corner. What? It didn't happen to me because I would have pulled him out of his car. But what happened was it did happen. So I'm grabbing my last half pint as the sun's going down. And all of a sudden I hear one of the people behind me say, 
there he is right there in the parking lot. What? They go out. This man's in a 20, like 2016, 2017 Silverado. Older, well-to-do white gentleman. Thought that like he can catch people using the counterfeit money. Like he was trying to harm the homeless people. Guess what happened? He got very harmed there on that corner. What exactly and, happened to him? Uh, he got his ass whooped by at least three of the people he gave fake money to. Did they pull him out the car? Or? Well, he, I don't know if it was exactly that. It was kind of more of a struggle in the parking lot. Damn. But needless to say that EMS showed up, the people that assaulted him were gone, and he had a lot of explaining to do because the people in the liquor store had all the counterfeit money. So he might be uh, at university in handcuffs with police or secret service with him. Is that the t first time you guys have heard that kind of shit out there? No, nope, not at all. This has happened numerous times. Uh, when was the last time this kind of fucking thing happened that you remember? 2017 on Franklin and North Claiborne in the 8th Ward. Um, somebody was handing out fake 20s and it... I mean, I don't know what it is with these people. They, I think they get off trying to see the lower population than them, trying to get hurt or something. But I'm gonna tell you the truth is, and this is something I had a long talk with somebody about, as this economy gets further and further down to the bottom, as we all know it's going to do, you're going to probably see the weirdest type of fucking uprising that I've ever heard of. I mean, it's looking like the older generations are trying to blame everything on the younger generations, while at the same time trying to blame the race card, even though you can't do that in New Orleans. It just seems like a coordinated effort all of a sudden to try to rid the streets. Uh, hold on. What? Yeah. Oh, if you're doing that, I, I can't hear you. Uh, sorry, my uh, boss, the the producer, was giving me the heads up that uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was agreeing with you, though. That's what he was doing. Sorry about that. Wild. I mean, it seems like ever since Mardi Gras, and here's from what I, because I have been in almost every bar that I was banned in a long time ago, and uh, I was over at one of the daiquiri bars last night. It used to be Mango Mango, but it turned into something else. And the guy was telling me he's gonna have to shut down two of the daiquiri shops because basically what happened during Mardi Gras was uh, tourists came in from all over the, the country, not the world. The worldly tourists, I was told, tipped a lot. But these people that came in from the Midwest and the East Coast tried to party for almost free. And, you know, now it's, I'm already starting to see what's going in on the streets. And it's now since there was barely any money at Mardi Gras, now it seems like it's hyena time. And now you're starting to see this weird stuff happening now. You know, I'm glad I'm going to be going away for a little while, you know, going back over to Alabama, letting the streets sort itself out. Do you feel like this kind of shit's just going to fucking just be everywhere, though? Like, Yeah, it's already, no, it's in Mobile, Alabama. It's in Florida. It's in Chicago. It's on the West Coast. People it's, are just fucking... It's like that, uh, mom, you know who Joey B is? Joey Diaz? Joey B. Oh. Eh, it doesn't matter, but he does these, like, character studies about people who, like, basically on TikTok and shit, and, like, how fucking, like, narcissistic the whole fucking thing is. 
Yeah. It's like, what kind of fucking level of narcissism do you have to have to hand out fake money to fucking people who are already fucking hurting? What kind yep. of fucking person are you? Like, what does that, yep. what does that say? At a, and to do it at a time period like this. And then you wonder why you got homeless people walking around. Yeah. And people that support them. Number one, at least they know if they go in there, they get three hots in their car. What, what, when the cops, the cops have busted these fucking counterfeit fuckers, or what? Uh, the one guy, from what I saw, the, the EMS was tending to him, but the police were talking with the store owners, and they had all the counterfeit money. So, I mean, that's automatically got to be turned over federally, so I'm pretty sure that person, whenever he wakes up in the ER at University Medical Center or Tulane, he's going to realize he's not going home. Yeah. Probably going to be Secret Service there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a hardcore fuck. And it's just like, it just makes me wonder, like, people are that fucking bored. And, and what's the age, the statistic um, and the I motherfuckers handing out these bills to people? I hate to say this because I love my elders, my family, and a lot of older generations. But I hate to say it. It's the middle class suburban boomer. And it's not even the southern ones. You're looking at plates from Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Minnesota. And what I think it is is that everybody heard up north that down south there was cheaper land. Everything was cheaper. So they figured, hey, it's a better climate, yada, yada. Let me just move down here. And all they did was just bring their shittiness with them. It's fucking horrible, man. It is. But I did not lose up on humanity because you want to know why? That even though that boomer did that shit, I was able to have a young man give me a cigarette pack with about a two gram nugget. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I a made flower. About, yeah, definitely. And again, I don't smoke cigars, but I'm gonna save it for Orlando because I know he always wants to back it to smoke. Same. Or he needs, you know. Yeah. That sounds good. So it saves Mama, you know, a cigarette to have to roll, you yeah. know. But I, I, I kind of was doing some math today because, you know, uh, I was just reading the traffic. I, I do this mainly, not just for the money, but to see where people's heads and hearts are at. You know, my yeah. sign says looking for a random act of kindness. Thanks and bless you with my two Florida leaves because I'm born and raised. And, uh, you know, it seemed like I only got 15 to 16 windows to roll down. Yeah. 14 of them were all black people. White people just looked at me like I was a piece of shit. I knew where they were going. They were going to English Turn, the rich neighborhood, you know, in their Mercedes and all that stuff. You know, I mean, I look at it now that the city's back at the murder capital of the world, and you would think that people would show some more care and compassion towards their fellow citizens. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's divided like that. And But I've seen this before, though. I've tried to live in neighborhoods like Lakeview, legitimately, with a job. And I'd get harassed because I don't fit in. I'm not preppy. I'm not your middle-class, upper, you know, type of white folk. I'm sorry, I grew up. Here comes the tension. Yeah, Here comes you know? the tension. I grew up in a Section 8 type of household amongst 
minorities in a poor part of town, shit. And even though I got to live in some other places, I say Katrina was a blessing and a curse, but it gave me the opportunity to go around and see other spots. And I was able to be in suburban places, country places. And I got to see a different cross-section of folks. Yeah. But that was, what, almost almost 20, well, 18 years ago. Yeah. You know, and things have changed. Like, I just put it like this. I'll be 40 in three weeks. I'm happy just to make it that far. I don't need to be bothering with all this bullshit that's going around. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of it going around. My goodness. It's just the understatement of the year, right? Oh, I mean, it's just might as well this year, might as well just be called a big old WTF. (laughs) I guess uh, on my end, I feel fortunate, man. I had reconciliation with my brother, but, you know, we... uh... All have to go through uh, the shit storm together, man. And, uh, you know, this sort of the weirdness that's happened. And, uh, you know, I know down there with you guys uh, seeing that, you know, of course, Mom, I worry about you. You know? Yeah. What you doing? You scraping res? No. I, I like I said, I dude handed me a whole cigar in a pack with a two oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big blessing right there. Well, you watch out, man. Before you know it, you're going to turn around. Mom's going to have it. It'll all be gone already. That's how oh, she I is. Make sure she can breathe. Weed burglar. She's all rubble, rubble. <laughs> rubble, rubble. But on all other aspects, though, I got to say that Mardi Gras was excellent. Yeah. I Damn it, Grandma Gutterpunk, your weed burgling days have come to a knees. I quit stealing a long time ago. We need to get her the hamburger outfit, except like the black and white stripes. She'd be green and white with a big old hot leaf. She does, she's got some cool outfits, man. She's got the wonderful bunny outfit. Or she's got the full yeah. duck one, man. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen she'll just wear the duck one, dude. Hey, man, I'm glad that you were talking about how you were able to, you know, reconciliate things with your brother. I had to have a heart-to-heart with my little brother over. He's going through some things. And then my other littlest brother is still on the run from the law. Yeah. Little Rob's wife went out flying and matching duck Doing the quack quack waddle waddle. Oh yeah, you get dollar bills pa- uh, pinned to you. Is that what oh, it is? For a buck. Might as well. I forget my birthday's coming up soon, man. I... When's yeah. your birthday? What are you? March eleventh. I'm You're a Pisces. Pisces. Yep. Artistic, <coughs> emotional like a motherfucker. That's why I'm bipolar. Yeah. No, that's what my son is too. He's, uh, he's like a, a very, like, stressed out Pisces. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think like, he's got to live in the desert, basically. That's the only thing that, you know, it, right. work, it works for some people. They don't have to deal with civilization. I mean, you, you look at fucking the shit that's going on, too, and you hear things about this kind of crap, like the counterfeit passers. It's like, <laughs> maybe my kid's not fucking half stupid, you know what I mean? Like, 
Right. You know, it's like he made the move. He got the fuck out. I mean, you know, he built a church out on a horse ranch. That's what's up, man. You know, Anything I mean, you know, he's a good dude. You know, he's he's on his own path. I, uh, you know, I don't, we're estranged and everything, but especially in this time period right now with everything going on, I definitely uh, think about him avidly, you know. Hey, how old's your son? He's like right at, uh, he was March 2nd, 95, so what's that? He's uh, 27, 28, 27. My daughter's 15, and I'm worried to hell, man. There's nothing worse than having a teenage daughter, bro. Yeah. Yeah, during the fight, during the fight, I think that's something. We'll be right back! Bang, bang, bang! Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my ten-gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down. Or anytime I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slabber slice a chunk of, a snacker is a winner, and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! My name's Jack. I used to be the invisible man. I mean, uh, nobody knew I was there until they wanted to. Even my brother got a little tired of me hanging around. Jack, get off of my back. So I found some new friends. Now things are great, almost. I don't even know who you are. Super Stone Jack. So tell me something, who's the real Jack, Jack? Scott Bio stars in Stone, Monday on HBO. Help! We now return. But I tell you one thing, she's a fighter. Her mom is a hell of a fighter. You know, the Mexican chicks know how to fight with blades. Oh, well. You don't think they know how to. They will pull out. I mean, like, I've seen some stuff from my baby mama I never expected. You know, you'd think, like, she was, you know, she looks like a little nerdy Hispanic chick. But, boy, you, you fucking fuck with her. Man, I seen her pull a knife on a dude over there by the peak stop on Canal Street at the old weed spot. Oh, yeah. Dangerous, bro. And, like, she made the motherfucker give up the phone that he tried to take off her. Like, I've never seen this. Five feet one versus six feet with a fucking... She had one of them damn... Uh, I remember she got it off of Damien. Looked like a crocodile Dundee knife. You know, the one yeah. said, that's a knife! Yeah, she had one of them dude's neck. Yeah, because he was with me that night. And, uh, I didn't buy it Mom, come closer to the phone so I can hear you. That's the phone, y'all. Oh, I see. Well, Damien was going to sell me that knife, and I didn't buy it because I ran across a jungle fighter's machete that was a better deal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, though, Damien's crazy. That's the asshole that spray-painted his name on a cop car. Yeah. 
going, fuck you pigs. And then they started busting every gutter punk in sight and said they were going to keep doing it till we gave him up. And nobody even knew where he was. He was yeah. hanging uptown in the Irish Channel. Because me and my boss seen him by Wendy. Oh. And my boss was going, should I give this guy a burger? I said, hell yeah. I didn't even let him know what was on my mind. And when Damien reached in the window to get that fucking burger, I snatched that bitch halfway in the truck and started wailing on him. <laughs> Damn, Mom. <laughs> fucking Grandma got her punk. I gave him the burger Solid after gold. I whooped his ass. But I told him, I said, you got me jacked by the cops, and now they said they're going to arrest every gutter punk in the city until we give you up. I said, I suggest you do something to clean this mess right, up. Right, you what, know? What was it? What, how did they respond to that? How did he respond to that? I don't know. I threw him out the truck and threw his hamburger at him. <laughs> and me and my boss went on back to work. My boss was laughing all day long. He kept looking <laughs> up at me just chuckling away. I made that over the next day with that shit. Oh, man. <laughs> It's like back in them days, people used to hide. Like whatever happened in one part of the city, a motherfucker would try to hide out in the east store on this crazy side of the river, or even take their chance to stop JP. So they realized it's not the same, like you know, the French Quarter, Firewater, Mary, downtown port, and all that shit. Then they end up coming back, and then they end up getting popped. You know? Yeah. Well, Damien, the first time I met him. He coming through himself on the feet on the ground. I was sitting up on the back of a park bench, and he rolled himself right on the ground at my feet and said, let me be your Persian carpet. Whoa. <laughs> and I told him, I'm not a cougar, boy. Get out. <laughs> Sounds like a Beatles song or some shit. <laughs> I said, I'm not a cougar, boy. Get up. <laughs> what the fuck? Just get up. Mom. Here, you got any food or weed you want to contribute to this part If not, oh move on along because the rest of us are busy getting the buzz. Hey, we ain't got time for your foolishness. While we're talking about, you know, beating up cops and not regular people, we got to talk to a nostalgic situation. We must uh, turn the page back to June. Like, I think it was like June. No, it was July. What would you guys, if you guys had like some kind of like pull at City Hall, what would, and, and you had to go in there and like represent the city, right? Cause that's pretty yeah. much what you're saying. And you're representing this one place. Uh, first of all, you know, it's still under Napoleonic law, right? I mean, so you would have to come at it like that, right? Where it was like, I offer you guys this baguette. I don't know. They're trying to recall Mayor Contrails <laughs> right now. All over the place about it. And they like turned here's a bucket of craw crawdads. Signatures. Forty-six thousand. So you would just have to like have like a big food fest because that's how people like really respond well to uh, <laughs> things that are important around there. You know, you got to have the yep. food going. Gotta yeah. have the food and the music going. So get the food, the music, and then you'd come out and be like, hey, this is like this community-like gathering, and we're just sick of the stuff, and da-da-da-da, and then you get, like, News 8 down there or whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to do it by the book, right? 
and be yeah. like, we don't want gutter punks getting targeted because there's some bad eggs down there. There's bad eggs and everything, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But I think now what's going on is like there was a discussion the other evening, like what is considered a gutter punk now? Because now there's kids that rather consider themselves oogles. That's or... yeah. That's like a twenty-year-old thing now. Yeah, and I mean it's really like I guess like if you consider it streetwise, I guess you consider them baby gangsters. Well, like... I call them just oogles because every 20 years you get an influx you get a generational change now i i thought an oogle by definition was specifically a a, a younger crusty gutter punk kid that well let's let me finish can i finish it mom can i finish it was a it was a oogle was by definition a crusty punk that wanted to come from a, an abusive background so they they fronted like they were from an abusive background specifically it's that crusty kid yeah it's not all crusty kids it's no. that crusty kid yeah and it's not cool well, see, google to us at first was a newbie somebody that was still wet behind the ears and didn't know their ass from a hole in the ground yeah now it's a choice that's what google was yeah you know no, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, is it that loose? Because I always remembered it was like, when I had first heard it, it was really specific. It was like these kids that wanted to come from, like, an abusive background so that people would feel for them Sorry. more, you know, yeah, or we always call them some kind of shit like that, crust. you know? It's the same kind See, of we always call those. Well, I've met, I've met younger. To be fair, I've met these younger gutter punks, and they don't front that shit. You know, they just they're like normal kids, man. Like just experiencing, yeah. you know, generally being drunk. You know, but uh, yeah. I mean, that seems to be the state bird with the gutter punk. You know. Well, they haven't quite got the angst that we had in the original generation yet. Well, they like took that. They took that right the fuck out over a you know twenty-five year period, man. Just yeah. zapped everybody. Well, they zapped these youngsters yet, but these youngsters are fast catching on. Let me tell you. Well, I saw it, man. I mean, it looked like a damn. Uh, NRA fashion show in front of your house, man. Basically, you know, like <laughs> while I was there, I was like, not only are they carrying, you know, fucking pretty cool pieces, but you know, they're dressed pretty cool too. So yeah, <laughs> you know, it just looked like, hey, this is what's going on here in the 21st century. Uh, you know, people are not putting up with crazy ass shit. And I remember you got that. You know, uh, what was it, Mom? When we were out on the porch and there was like that fucking, uh, I can't remember where I was going with it. Never mind, forget. There was just some incident that happened there with, I thought uh, there was well, some gunplay. Or... My day before yesterday gave me some pipe for the pity pot and he's just standing there casually with an AK in his hand. You know, he's not even yeah. trying to hide it. This is the vision of the 21st century. That's the hood nowadays. Welcome to Mad Max. Welcome yeah. to Mad Max. Yeah. Fury, Fury Road, man. It really is. And everywhere I've been to, too, man. It's no matter if it's like Pacific yo, Northwest yo. America or like wherever, man. Who's that? The Colonel? Yeah. What's he barking about? Fucking with us. 
the old producer of the show tell you, bro. <laughs> the colonel. He's so, hey, brother, he salute. Todd salutes the colonel. Yeah. Hey, I gotta tell you something. So I'm over on the river the other evening, right? Yeah. Like, we were chilling down by, you know, where the old sandboxes used to be, or by the Governor Street Wharf right there. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the Governor Nichols, whatever. And, like, you know, we're just talking about the old days when sandboxes were there. And then, like, you see these people coming up from underneath the wharf. And, bro, you want to talk about the zombie apocalypse? That's what the fuck was coming up out of there, bro. They are truly living like Mad Max under the wharf. Like feral beasts of man. <laughs> like there's a bunch of them, right? Holy shit, there was like 30 of them, dude. I mean, like most of them are, we know, and they're cool. It's just, you know, the, the addictions have taken over like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> this is what it's all coming down to, man. Well, they kicked everybody out to your place. Yeah. They have nowhere for them to yep. go. So they all started moving up under the wharf, and now the water's coming back yep. up. There's no telling where they're going to end up. Yeah. Speaking of rough. It is but rough. It's already but rough. But on this side, I've counted at least 40 damn abandoned houses on the way to my fly spot. You know what I'm saying? And it's like yeah. untouched territory. But you try to get anybody to come over to this. They don't want to. They throw a fit. That's why there's really nobody they flying. Stupid. Like I make money on the gall. It just takes a little while, you know. I, you know, but it's only me and like four other people that I've seen. Two of them are veterans. One of them lives in uh, one old lady, Miss Ella. I like her. She's a really cool black lady. Uh, she lives over in the projects behind there, the Christopher Homes. Yeah. And, yeah, and right. it's another old older veteran dude. Uh, he's got a unity house off a of cable. Um, there's only a few of us out there, really. And for that homeless or that dude to fucking target us like that, I'm glad he didn't give me that fake. If I would have fucking went to the store and found I had a fake fucking dollar or five, oh, man. holy shit. You know, I actually thought I had a breakthrough the other night with the ketamine and all that. And then I realized that I got to deal with the world. You know, that you're better off just dealing with it like that, though, man. I don't know about that vitamin K shit. I don't know. I, I was good for a few days, and I've been without my bipolar meds now for two days. There's but a lot of ketamine just, testing right now on PTSD. I don't know. It's just like, I think maybe today was just a weird day, bro. Yeah, you there's know, been some weird days. I remember, me, like, earlier in the day today, me and my brother were going to get some food and shit. And uh, you could see the sun. Wow. Like, you could just look at it. Right, Todd? He's nodding out. <laughs> hey, bro, what do, you, what do you think's going on with all these now? All of a sudden, these UFOs showing up and fighter pilots are freaking out, dog. Well, you know, that field's my specialty, man. But if you want to talk about it for a minute, I mean, I, I'd be happy to. I mean, I, I mean, if we can. I, yeah, I mean, let's do it. All right. Well, let's I mean, go. I, all right, check it out. Strap buddy it on. Buddy of mine, he lives in Houston, right? Yeah. And so he's always been fascinated with the Johnson Space Center and all that. And every time I go out to Houston, I hang out there. Well, anyway, we were we were discussing on Facebook. He's like, "You mean to tell me after all these years, they still don't know what they are?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, I'm going to tell you. There's one or two probabilities now. It's either A, the aliens, or B, people that have ARV type of replicated things." 
and they're just zipping them around to see what the hell they can do now. And that type of technology can be sold to other countries because sure. we all know. It's like, you think about the ultimate arms dealer. What would be the ultimate lick for an arms dealer? To have an alien replicant vehicle or a vehicle that can manipulate the gravity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some sort of propulsion system that does not need to use any sort of jet fuel, biofuel. Yeah, anti-gravity. Is that what mom said, anti-gravity? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I believe that 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 type of uh, propulsion system has existed for, you know, I can't even think of how many centuries. Just like the Sumerian battery, you know? Okay, now we're talking. You know, that's been around like since, what, like 4000 BC or some shit? Oh, yeah. Well, you're talking about a distance ago, man. I mean, we're talking about like... A, a solid 12,000 years inside that 12,000 years we were engineered right, right. so you know uh, inside that time you can safely say it A it either already existed or B it was made during the time of us right so uh, you know which is the end of the Sumerian uh, uh, legacy is when we're engineered basically because you know they get about another I don't know. I don't know how much longer before there's a nuclear war. And I know. There, and there the is a nuclear war thing. here that happened that really, there was no way that people could not live above ground. They had to be underground. And then once the radiation or whatever, you know, but uh, according to that, though, they were released by the Alpha Draconian. So okay. when the Alpha Draconian released us, that would have been around, you know, 5,600 years ago. Right. So they would have played gods, gods to us a, a second time. So the right. first guys that played God to us would have been Nibiru. And you'll get guys like Marshall Masters on uh, George Norrie or something like that. And he tries to make it sound like it's the same. He tries to make them sound like the Nibiru are the reptilians and they're not. They're enemies. Oh. They're, they're, they're two exactly. different things. And so right. for them to release us a second time, and I really don't hear about that, so I'm going to start talking about that part more, about us being re-released, because whoever Ancient a- Aliens is talking about, they're trying to get your attention. One of the things I notice is to get your attention away from the Alpha Draconian. Right. You know, is, uh, you know, but, it, you know, they're very much the ones, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, running the one of the four parties running the show here on earth you know right one of the bloodlines i thought they would be like one of because there's three aliens and then you got a number of uh humans that are infused with the alpha draconian being the fourth kind of member but it would have been like the archons the palladians the palladians uh using the mountains in the pacific northwest like a truck stop and just coming and using them to get past the asteroid belt. See, I'm like one of these guys who believes like how the Watchers would have been assigned. Right. That uh, that no one's supposed. No, I, I. Not to sound, you know, whatever, but they're not supposed to be on the side of the Kuiper belt because we're our DNA's fucked. Oh, and yeah. that's the main thing. But them being over here and interfering with us while we're contaminated that's the word I'm going to use uh, yeah. they're not supposed to be over here you know on the other side of the Kuiper Belt everybody knows about God 
there's no religion. He told right. him too, hey, just don't go in that, just don't go past the Kuiper Belt. And guess what, you know, a bunch of them figured out, like, why, and are so intrigued and, oh no, and the uh, Palladians with their fucking, like, pity party kind of look at us like, we're really gonna try to help you guys out. Yeah, I've heard the messages. Uh-huh, it's like, you know what, nobody, you know what, just go back, go back to Palladia. <laughs> yeah. But we're not even a, a type one civilization. Yeah. What do you think these motherfuckers really want to do? You know, it's like the only it's thing It's an agenda. I, I think it's yeah. just like people on Earth. I think, you know, people across the galaxy have agendas. I don't think it changes, but I think, you know, the only difference between us and them is our DNA is fucked over by right. people that were working for the creator of all. Right. You know, and you got to imagine the creator being mentally ill. I was telling my friend that the other day. I was like, what makes you think the creator doesn't uh, suffer with uh, uh, symptomatic uh, some, uh, mental illness, dude? You know, and he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, what do you think you are? I mean, he's obviously schizoaffective. Look how many things he's created. And they're each one like a personality that's completely different from the from the next. You know? And it's just always like, you know, or a timeline and everything that is created is basically completely separate from each other. You know? Right now we're dealing with you know, with uh you know, him not only that, but PTSD too. I was like, there's the part in like Exodus when he wanted to just flood the planet and Moses had to talk him out of his uh, PTSD attack. Yeah. You know, and he was like, dude, he's like, evil will just reign in the hearts of men forever. And you can see it now. We're taught this whole show's based around it. But, yeah. but Moses was like, no, you gotta let them go through their bullshit, man. They fucked, they're gonna fuck up, but you gotta let them. He's like, You're, it's not for you to flood them out like that. You can't just flood them out just because you know this thing. You gotta let them go through their shit. And he talked him out of his PTSD attack. You know, because he really, he was about to, dude, at that, at that point. And then after that, he made the promise. And not only that, to me, came as both Mary Magdalene and Jesus. Right. And, and you know, as both man and woman, as the creator is both, you know what I'm saying? Let's not, you know, right. We're, we got, yeah, it's, we got to talk about the whole, we got to talk about the all, you know what I'm saying? If we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk right. about it maturely. And I think that that's, and I've been talking with a few people about that and I'm glad we're talking about it, especially on a Sunday, man. Well, it's I think, good. you know, without God, all this shit that we're talking about, you know, that's to me and my own personal belief. Hey, that's what the, all the devil wants is this chaos, man. Because he knows right. his, his time's fucking running out. It's an Iron Maiden song. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knows I his know. time is short, you know. Uh, right. But uh, he, he does. He does know that. So that's why he's just... You can see him just pulling all these fucking cards, you know. He's oh, I know. doing as much as he can to fuck over the good people that, you know... Until finally, you know, it'll be the big political systems that end up uh, swallowing their own tail. Oh, yeah. There's nothing that you and I are going to do against these guys. There's just nothing, well, I, you know. No, I mean, I, I, I totally, like, I don't vote. I 
work a job where I don't pay taxes because I mean, if the rich people aren't going to pay them, yeah, and why the fuck should I? Yeah, I'll work for cash under the table. You know, I mean, at least the work I'm doing is all disaster relief. So at least I'm doing good for people. If not in my community, in some other community around the South, you know. Mom, and, uh, where's my mom? Right here. I'm right here. Do I gotta throw you a life raft? <laughs> No. I got one right here. Hold on. I gotta blow it up real fast. <laughs> I, I got. I got it at the superstore. <coughs> hey, <coughs> mom. Mom, this is. I can't hear you. You gotta come closer. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I was using a, a blow-up raft <laughs> like that to help float people and animals out after Katrina from the flooded neighborhood. That's what I wanted to hear. No, I'm, I was glad that you did that, too. I remembered that. That was like... Yeah, my neighbor left me two of them, and I got them together and blew them up with my bicycle pump. That was awesome, Bob. I'm glad you did that. You're a hero. I fucking love you for that. Well, this has been a pretty cool episode of fucking Underground Cartoon Therapy. We're like about, uh, hey, where are we at? We're coming at, we're at 38 minutes. We're coming to 45, so, you know, we got a little bit. I can't help it. I'd still rather hit a cop than a normal person. Yes. Oh, I also got something to say. Um, yeah, go so, ahead. You got time. Go uh, ahead. Check out. Um, Lundy Gras, right? I'm going to catch Tuck Parade. I get yeah. across the ferry, no problem. And there's Homeland Security with their fucking armored vehicles, right? Yeah. Now, you know, each one of them things are like what? Like uh, like $9 million or something, each one, the MRAPs. Jesus. And so they're out there, and they're like, like they're ready for fucking, like, all-out fucking civil war or some shit. Yeah. And I so calmly walked, because they're over there on uh, the side by the Aquarium of the Americas. And I asked the one of them in this fucking tactical affair, I said, what good of a chance do you really stand against the American people when they all find out that the jig is up? Yeah. Dude, he turned around, he looked away from me, bro. My honest opinion, you know how these all these cops are leaving the police forces across America? Wait until shit gets worse. You're gonna start seeing like people not wanting to be in the National Guard, uh, army will they'll go and protect their families bro now yeah. the only now here's what I think about the whole thing the only wild card is private mercs you know what I'm saying that all the corporate billionaires and all that will hire as their private security yeah you know what I'm saying yeah and we may see a shift from DHS moving to just being private security for billionaires bro it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting, my friend. I, uh, whew. I know, man. Me and my brother have just been reeling through this every day, too. The things you're talking about right now. And it's just amazing um, how many people are in the know. Oh, I know. I it's think getting... that's the thing, you know? It's, uh, it's. It jigs up. Yeah. It jigs up, dude. <laughs> I think, you know, we're. Where's it go though? You know, where do we I, go? Ah, shit, man. Which, which, because without God, man, hey, I'm gonna. That's where I'm at. Hey, you know, I kind of just, I've been bringing the Creator into it more and more every show. 
But by oh, this point and looking at shit, man, I'm like, dude, if it, yeah, the jig is up, you know? Uh, my boss, <laughs> the creator of all, is uh, over the shit. He's over it. Yeah, but we also need to talk about the one thing you were speaking about earlier, and we're going to speak for us. I know we got a few minutes about the nuclear war probability. Right now, we are now 90 seconds to doomsday by the atomic clock of scientists. And the more shit that we give the Ukraine, money, weaponry, is more going to push Putin and his, you know, China, who's got his back, to do some shit. And I mean, dude, we are at the closest we have ever been to nuclear war. I mean, if they need to come. Seriously. They need to have another producer that did that movie the day after in 1983 do one of now. Because the, the, the weapons that are... We're pretty much on orange here. Yeah. Where I believe. I think it's like a DEFCON 3 everywhere. Yeah. Once it goes to two, nuclear forces are ready to fucking go. And at one, it's all out. Armageddon. So, but I mean, it's also in talking with the creator we also got to know that that stuff is going to happen we cannot put away what has been taken out of Pandora's and what box has been written yeah it's thousands of years all we can do is it's got to happen I mean like, yeah it's coming to a head yeah I mean it's either shit or get off the pot I see it happening well you can feel with all the intensities of all the different things the chemical explosion in Ohio I yeah. want to bring that up Yes, indeed. And I didn't want to just bring it up fast either because it's relevant to everything that's fucking yep. going on, man. Exactly. Tell them about the train hopping. Oh, yeah. There was 35 kids that got, uh, that were, like, involved with that train line. They weren't on the train, thank God, but they missed the train, so they missed Mardi Gras. Oh, man. Yeah, but I think some of them are out here, so... But, yeah, it's bad. The citizens are fucking having all sorts of health problems. That area is also home to a major waste incinerator. They have a cancer problem there in East Liverpool, Ohio. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yep. I have family that lives in Youngstown, Ohio. And uh, it's the same with all the steel. It's, it's, you know, it's a messed up situation out that way. Look, uh, we're at the end of the hour that we're going to do right. here. And Lil Rob want to thank you. Grandma Gutterpunk, thanks for what? putting Lil Rob up so we could be here to talk. No problem. Much love to all. Family. All right, man. Thanks to my brother for fucking uh, helping us produce this motherfucker. Yeah, thank yep, you. Yep, little Rob's my chihuahua, y'all. <laughs> all right. He'll bite, your, he'll bite your leg up at the ankle if he can't reach nowhere else. Glad to be back. Glad to be back with Underground Cartoon Therapy. And uh, we're gonna try to just keep this shit going on regular and uh, with a nice, better, and crisper, less ghetto sound. 38% less ghetto. <laughs> Sounds pretty fucking good. Alright, guys. To be continued, and uh, let's close this motherfucker out. Dudes. That was a fucking heavy show, right, man? Lil Rob, want to thank you for getting on the show tonight, man. You're a motherfucker. Grandma Gutherpunk is definitely a motherfucker. I'm glad she uh, had a good time out there in uh, New Orleans during the fucking Mardi Gras. You guys take it easy out there, man. 
At least the cops were all cool on that end with the fucking uh, not filling up the jails as they traditionally have. But there's something behind that, huh? It's hard to fucking kind of keep a fucking straight face and be like, oh, it was nice that the cops did that. They're not doing anything that's not benefiting them. I think they just didn't want to do the paperwork, though. Every year down there, Mardi Gras, you know. It's always some bullshit, man. So they probably were just like, whatever, dude. We already got, like, we're recording in at 25 minutes response time. Uh, this smoke's been brought to you by Blue Dream. And it's been fucking pretty Milky Way mind chunking, fucking blowing motherfucker. Want to thank my fucking invisible friend out there for the ongoing medical uppage. To everybody else, try to keep your fucking head, man, doing this. You know. I know, easier said than done. And I want to take the time to talk about Ohio one more time, man. Me and my fucking brother are from out there, dude. It's East Palestine. Motherfuckers suffering while everybody else is fucking, like, UFO hunting, right? You know? The shit's going down when... And it's going into the fucking George Romero area. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead, huh? What happens when you mix vinyl chloride with some dead bodies that fucking don't re wanna really die? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out on a future episode. Motherfuckers are rigged up and geared. Ready to fucking throw down on a zombie apocalypse. But you know, you'll keep uh, doing what you gotta do until then, huh? And keep your head I'm gonna keep fucking recording again. Took two months off. I figured it, I had to be off for two months for fucking some UFOs to fucking attack, right? I told everybody, they're coming, man, they're coming. They're like, yeah, right, Boomhauer. Anyway, here we are, dealing with it, right? Uh, you know, if you got a show idea and you're not a fucking dick, you can give me a call at 206-666-5847. And uh, I would love to hear your story. There's a lot of cool people out there. You guys got a lot of shit to say. Your minds are waking up. You want to draw? Or if you like cartoonists too, go check out my page on Instagram, cartoonists you should fucking know. CYSFK666. Get some hysterical lessonry going on. You want to talk to me or my mom? Give us a call. 206-666-5847. Fucking rock it out, man. You've been listening to Adam Air MD GED. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Dude.